What's going on, people? Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast. We've been away, but we've been away because we've been getting things ready. New season, new plans, new shows, all of that. We've been working on a few things, but before we get into that, BJ, once again, thank you for joining me. How are you doing, my brother? Oh, I'm doing great. I love the the, the hat turned backwards. You got the beard full. You know, you're, full you're full off season mode. I like it. I like it. I like it, Mo. It's all good. You know, before we know it, the season will be back and everything will be crispy again. You know, I, I this, you know this is vibes. a part of Mo. I haven't seen. I haven't seen this. <laughs> but as you say, you know the vibes. You know the vibes. In the regular season, I see my barber about twice a week to make sure the fade stays crispy, the beard stays sharp. But because it's off-season, I've only been doing, like, YouTube videos and podcasts here and there. So I thought, listen, let me just, let me let the hairline relax for a second. Because, you know, having that razor on it all the time isn't too healthy. I thought, listen, when I get to BJ's age, I need my hairline to still be that sharp. And it's already getting quite peaked. So I thought, <laughs> let me just, let me chill with that. Um, full off-season mode. Today is a rare day in England, about 30 degrees. Um, so I'm, I'm imagining I'm in California right now. BJ, obviously, is always in California. So... He's living the good life. Um, before we talk about some NBA, I, I feel like, you know, as, as a hip hop head, as a mm. rap connoisseur, mm. the question that everybody wants to know is Kanye dropped Donda, Drake dropped CLB. Have mm. you listened to them? And if so, which one is better? Well, I haven't fully listened, taken a listen yet to Drake. I've listened to Kanye. And yeah, I mean, from my generation of hip hop, what I listen to, boom, bap, that's not my first or second choice. I know Kanye has the ability to do that music where my ear is set, um, but I get it. And I was able to listen to Kanye. Actually, we're gonna listen to, um, to Drake today uh, with my son who's 20. Uh, he says it's really good. And uh, so I'm going to take a listen. But I respect it. I respect art. I always respect art when people take chances. So I thought it overall, I thought it was good. It was, I thought it was interesting. Um, but it wouldn't be my preference of music that I would, my first musical taste. But it was good. So you saying to pick, I think that's your generation to pick here. Yeah, I definitely yeah. respect the art. I've heard a couple of songs of Drake. And I thought it was, you know, I, I respect it. I respect the music that they're making today for the youth today. Did um, you see from a different generation though? Did you see Kawhi Leonard in the Drake music video? Yeah, though? I did. I thought that was great. I thought that was, uh, I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was funny. So, so that that brings me to this question, right? If you were to be in a music video with any rapper in the world, or, or if you were to do a verse, because I know you got bars. We ain't going to bring them out right now, but Ooh. I know you got bars. If you could be on a track with any one rapper in the world, who would that be? Any? Right now, right this second. You could go to the studio and any rappers in their way for you saying, BJ, I need a 16. It's so many. It, it, it's so many. Like, there's so many more. I, I, I'm. Oh no! For me, there's just one. For, yeah, for me, there's I, only it, one answer it, to it, this. There's so many. I would love to like just watch work because these people are like these people are like geniuses. Yeah. Because I'm a student of lyrics. I'm a lyricist. I love the lyrics. Right. There's so many, and I don't want to forget anybody. Like, 
like G rap. Like if I could just be in there with G rap, if I could see Big Daddy Kane, if I could be in the studio with KRS One. Yeah. If I could be in the studio with you said just one, I'm yeah. gonna say Rock Kim. Yes, legendary. I'm just legendary. Gonna say rock Kim. And, and, if I could just be in the studio, and the reason is, so I just really named you my four. I really have four that I just I hold to the highest: Kooji Rap, KRS One, Big Daddy Kane, and Rock Kim. If I could just be with those four, why? Because those to me are the pillars of hip hop when you talk about the modern era, right? I don't want to take any away from Grandmaster Cass, Melly Mel, and all of those before, but those are the four that really set the stage for what we call today. And everybody from Andre 3000, Pharrell Munch, um, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, they all come from this same cloth. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say, this is this is how I know you know your stuff because talk to J. Cole, you ask him the same question. He's going to say Rakim as well. Yeah, so, you're going to say, so you go, so whether you like Nas, whether you like Jay-Z, whoever you like, those four, to me, set the stage of, 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 of flow, lyricism, da-da-da, and all of the things that we currently have today in hip-hop. Now, it is now going off to, like, there's, there's, you know, there, there, there is rap music and then, you know, there's pop music and all of the other things, which I respect that. I respect, I, cause I love, I love music, but if you ask me what I prefer is Boss. real, Boss. Yeah, pop. you know what I mean? You can't yeah. have, yeah. you gotta have ghost fake. You gotta have ghosts. Mm. You gotta have Wu-Tang, Red mm. Man, Method Man, Raekwon. You cannot ha- say hip hop, you know, the late Sean P., you cannot say that. My my and favorite with the boss. My favorite with the boss, Big L. Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah, big so you can't see now. You talking now? That's why I can respect today's music because you know what? When you say the late Big Pun, when you say this and you talking about this, you say Black Thought. Yep. You know, there's just so many. You know what I mean? The late Jay Dilla, Mad Lib, yep. Ice Cube, MF Two. MF, MF Doom is probably one of my favorites of all time. Rest Just in what peace. Is it, what is, you know what I'm saying? You, you know what I mean? Like this, you know, tri, Tribe Called Quest, De La Soul, there's so many. But if you just saying one. You got, I got to put you on the spot, though. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to say Rakim because Ra gave us something that we hadn't seen before. And I and I and I love, but I just I love the I love the music. I love the the you know I, I'm I'm old enough to know when it first started. So, but if I, I could you. just walk in the studio and see one person perform and work and be a master at his craft, I would just love. I don't even need to hear the music. I just want to see his pen and pad game because <laughs> <laughs> the boss, <laughs> a man who can say he took seven NCs and put them in the line. You know what I mean? Like. I would just love to see that. But you know, you go LL. I'm just like, it's so many. So uh, don't get me, don't get me too excited. I feel it. Mo, I feel you know, it. For me, for me, I, I, only one person I want to be in the studio with is, is Hove. Jay-Z. Yeah, I, I can respect just that. Because of the, just because of every interview I've seen from people who have been in the studio with him, where they say, you know, he just kind of bops his head for five minutes and then walks in the booth. 
and just lays the verse, just one take. If, if you say I, I got to see that. You, if you say that, you got to say, you got to say Biggie. Yep. You, you got to say, you, you, you know what I'm saying? There's yep. just so yep. Yep. many talented, There's too many. Talented, There's too many. Yeah, it's just, it's just, I love the craft. I love the craft of when people can articulate and express themselves, but more importantly, they can get in that pocket and they can stay in that pocket with that 16. That's a beautiful thing. You, you listen to Dame Dollar? Yeah, I listen to Dame. I listen what to do you, Dame. What do you think of Dame? I think Dame is terrific. I think Dame is terrific. You know, um, I think he respects the craft. That's the most important thing is you respect the craft. You respect it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, whatever your style is, is your bring your style to the craft. I think Dame is hip hop. You, you, I think you Dame's good. Thing. Yeah, Dame, I think Dame's, Dame's good. Terrific. I think Dame is kind of, but the kind of music Dame makes isn't really what's popular now. When you hear other guys in the league, like if you, I don't know if you heard any of Miles Bridges' songs or like yep. Anthony Edwards' yep. rap, they do yep. that trap kind of auto tune or with some of the melodies, and that's the kind of stuff that's popping nowadays. But I feel you. For me, just going back to the original original question. Everyone out here is debating Kanye or Drake who had the album of the year. For me, Nas had the album of the year. I don't know if you had a chance to listen to that one. I listened to Nas. I listened to Nas. For me, that was the album of the year. Yeah. The, over Cole, over Drake, day. over over Ye, over everyone. One of the albums I'm going to recommend because I love the the, the hip hop. Like if it, if it gets to popular ears, I probably, there's a <laughs> gentleman out, his name is Sky Zoo. Yeah. I think he's had the album of the year or one of there's a lot of great great pieces of art that has come out sky zoo has had one of the great pieces that have come out this year but it's under the radar when you talk of lyricism composition bars melodies musical this musical taste and expansion what he was able to do Check this out. My man, Sky, he laid it uh, down. He uh, laid it. He laid it down. Okay. And, and Nas had a great, it's terrific. I, I mean, I respect Nas. I respect, you know, hey, how could you not respect Nasir, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but Sky Zoo, check his, check his piece out. Let me ask check you this. As, as we bridge the gap between, you know, UK, Europe and, and the States, you know about any UK MCs? Because this always fascinates me because. You know what? I do not. But every now and then I will run across one and I and and, it's, and I and I always say I'm going to start following um, the artists there. But I, I, I never do. But I run across artists, you know, from there, you know, like, you know, I know Jay Leck was living there in the UK for a little bit. I knew uh, MF Doom was living there in the UK for a little bit. Uh, Slick Rick, who's one of my favorites, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, old school. one of like uh, uh, one of my favorite. So, but I I keep saying I'm going to, and I, I really need to do a better job. I think you turned me on to a couple. I can't think of the gentleman's name. Yeah, yeah, I'll get you right. I'll get you right with with a yeah, few playlists. So I know, but I what I do know is that every time I come to the UK, they have they they are really they got a great ear for hip hop. Listen, like you see. All the stuff that Drake's doing from if we go back 10, 15 years, there's even interviews where Drake's talking about, man, I get my inspiration from one UK MC called Sneakbo, who's not even oh, yeah. a top MC over here, but he's so influenced by the UK culture. And now it's crazy because 
he's the biggest artist in the world dropping the biggest album with the most plays, but that's influenced by UK rappers that we probably never heard of. So right. it's just interesting to me. You know, today's going to be a bit of a short episode um, and it's the off season. So as you can see, we're scruffy with no, no trim or whatever. So for you, BJ, I'd want to, you know, get, get your take and just give the fans a little insight. What did a typical day in the off season look like back when you were playing? Back when I was playing? Yes, sir. Well, you know, back then it wasn't all of this, you know, now you see the guys working out literally it appears to be every every day and everyone oh if if you don't post on instagram the workout actually doesn't count that's what they have like it's a new rule right if it's not posted the workout didn't happen (laughs) yeah so it 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 appears to be that is the new that's the new thing so for us or for me my workout consisted of really preparing for this 82 game season that was really important for me was to be available for 82 games. It was very, really important for me to look at the season in a totality and say, how can I be available to my t- for my team and for my guys for 82 games plus the playoffs? So was so, there an emphasis on lifting, cardio conditioning, on-court stuff? I just wanted to be prepared. So the best ability, instead of working on my step back and working on all of those things, was how can I be available for my team so that to to me the best ability is availability and that was the way we thought you know um you wanted to be out there every single day i really wasn't concerned about scoring the basketball because we had a guy who could score that was (laughs) (laughs) i really wasn't concerned about you know working on my in and out and all of that because my, I, I had, I had another job to do, right. I had to defend the other team's guards. I had to initiate the offense. I had to create spacing by being able to knock down shots and in, in, in key situations. So my mindset, our mindset back then was, okay, what is your job? And to perfect it. I wanted to perfect what it is I had to do for that team. And I wanted to be available every single day. So when I'm watching guys now post all of these things on Instagram, I, I'm, my first thing is, first of all, I always smile and I go, okay, everyone can't have a one leg fadeaway jump shot. <laughs> everyone can't shoot from 40 feet out. Everyone can't be just working on, someone's got to defend, someone's got to rebound, someone's got to set screens, someone's got to pass the ball. Someone has to create spacing. Someone has to be able to communicate so that you can have a team. Someone has to have leadership. But everyone appears to be on Instagram, if you just watch it, to Mm -hmm. be working on their offense, as they call it, grinding in the gym. And uh, so that's what I did. I just wanted to be available. So I I made sure that I got my rest. I wasn't concerned about being in tip-top shape from day one, but I wanted to be in shape so that I could get through the season. I wanted to be strong enough, but more importantly, I wanted to be able to do my job that was going to contribute to winning. And that was how I approached the off season. And, and uh, for the most part, not going win. I, I was fairly healthy. I mean, I, I think I played my first eight years or so yeah. where I didn't miss a game. And that was important to me. Playing was the most important thing to me. Yeah. How many points I scored and all that. 
I mean, it's nice, but I just wanted to be there because I had made a commitment to these guys and I wanted to, um, I wanted to be available with those guys. So let me ask you this. Did you work out in the offseason alone with your teammates or with other guys from around the league? Alone. And the reason I did alone is because I felt it was that was the time that I needed to to renew my, first of all, physically to get myself healthy. Right. Um, I really took I really took the summer serious because that was the only time I was going to get an extended amount of rest. So physically, I wanted to really maximize my ability to rest. I really tried to sleep as much as I could. I tried to stay off my feet as much as I could. I didn't try to put any unnecessary stress on my body physically. Like I'm watching these guys playing and all that. I'm like, for what? Like, so you play in the off season, but you load manage during the season. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. So if you're playing, working on your game, but you can't play 82 games, that doesn't make sense to me. Like it doesn't, like it doesn't compute with me. But again, this is a new generation, and I'm just you're asking me, you know, a question. Um, so physically, I tried to take advantage of that. Mentally, I needed a break. Right? It was important for me to adhere to. I have to listen to the coaches. I have to listen to my teammates, and I needed a mental break. Like we were together for nine months. I mean, I love those guys. Yeah. <laughs> but you needed to like, you know, you just need a break from each other. Yeah. So mentally I needed, and then spiritually I needed to renew myself. So um, I learned very quickly, actually from a vet, to make sure that I find interest outside of basketball so that I can be a balanced person. Because without the person developing, it was it, it was impossible for me to be a, a great player or be so what did you find person. Well, you know, I, I made sure that I would travel. I made sure that I would keep up with the world, the news that was going on. I made sure that I had hobbies, whether it was playing golf or riding horses or drawing or what other. I would, I would try to be as balanced as I possibly could so that I can have interest outside of only thing that matters was my three point shot. Or the only thing yeah, that matters yeah, is my yeah. game. I wanted to be like, I wanted to communicate. I wanted to actually go out and experience food. Like I love food. Um, I just wanted to be able to be as balanced as I could so that I could communicate. So the big thing that, that I saw is that if I'm going to be around 11 other individuals, plus the coaches and the executives that I had to learn how to communicate if I was going to get to what I really wanted to do was cooperation. So having people skills, was a very big thing for me. And I always tried to improve that every single year. So those are the things that I tried to improve on off the, every off season to try to be the best person that I could be, try to be the best player that I could be. And I thought those were important, but today it makes me laugh. Cause I'm like, it seems the opposite. It seems like everyone is in the gym. If you let, if you just watch Instagram, everyone's in the gym 24 hours a day. Everyone's always for me, it's like the game. Everyone's with each other, though. Like, I'm seeing guys that go against each other in the playoffs or whatever, working out together. And I just think, like, I get it. It's cool. Everyone's friends. I'm not saying that they should be enemies. I'm just thinking, like, surely you want to work on some stuff that they haven't had so many practice reps guarding throughout the whole offseason. You feel me? Yeah, for sure. Like, for sure. Like, if I knew there was a possibility I could see you the following year, I wanted to make sure that I kept that mental edge 
Yeah. But that's a different way of thinking today. And I get it. It's a, it's a different way of thinking. No judgment here. But that was just the way we thought. You know, in the offseason, I wanted to – I needed my space. I needed my long time. I needed to set my own schedule. Because once the season started, we were on each other's schedule. And, you know, as one vet told me, you know, the biggest – you know, the thing that you can bring is respect. So in the summer, I wanted to make my own schedule. I wanted to do my thing. So then when I got to the season, it was respect. I respected everybody's time. If practice started at 10 o'clock to be there on time out of respect to everyone else and what their commitment was and, and knowing how they had to do what they had to do to prepare for this moment. And uh, all of us did that. And it, and it worked out for us in that era. Man, listen, like you said, it's the off season. You got to take some time to get some rest. So we're going to keep this episode nice, short and sweet for the people today. We're going to be back soon. Don't worry. We're going to be back soon. We're going to be back with more. And we're going to be back with a bang this season coming up. There's only, what is it, 44 days, 45 days? Just like that. So, Mo, it'll be here before you know it. And we'll be back on the schedule. We'll be back where we, so this is important though. So, uh, but this is great. This is my off season. And uh, you get to it, you get in, you get out. And, <laughs> and, and, and I like to keep everything short and sweet. So here we got, we got a nice 20, 25. You know, you, nah, you, it's like having, we like, we like Lou Will. You get 25, 20, 25 minutes. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to have to end this podcast, go get some wings. You know what I'm saying? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Off season mode. But anyway, BJ, thank you once again for joining us. Thank you everyone who tunes in. Make sure you guys subscribe, stay locked in. And as always, you guys know the vibes. Get buckets.